So You Talk to Cows podcast, a podcast for anyone who has ever been asked if they talk to cows, corn, or any other commodity. I'm Erica Earlbeck, a lifelong agricultural communicator. On each show, I interview someone who has made it their life's work to communicate to and advocate for our nation's farmers and ranchers. We learn new ways to communicate, classic techniques that always work, and we try to predict that next big thing for our industry. My guest on the podcast this week is probably a person that was with me the first time that somebody asked me if I talked to cows when I told them that I was majoring in agricultural communications. Austin Moore and I go way back to our days at Oklahoma State. Even before that, we were actually Oklahoma 4-Hers together, so we've known each other for a very long time. So when we talk about those classic techniques that always work, we probably learned them together. So Austin Moore, Assistant Professor of Agricultural Communications at Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College. But before that, he had a life working in video. Uh, so tell us all the places that you have gone in your career. You you have had a long storied career. Well, you, you, you've said now that I had a life doing this, and I think that's exactly I know, that didn't the come out right. <laughs> <laughs> I spent way, way too much time uh, chasing, uh, chasing video, chasing stories. Uh, no, I, I started my career um, uh, alongside you. I, I learned and cut my teeth in video at uh, Oklahoma State as an undergrad, uh, working on SunUp when that was a daily show. Uh, but went down, my first job was uh, Texas A&M. I worked for uh, Extension primarily, but Extension and the Experiment Station doing educational video and, uh, and marketing for those programs, those agencies. I went back to Oklahoma State after 10 years and restarted SunUp in the format it's in now, uh, weekly 30-minute uh, uh, show. Really, as we, we try to envision the show at that time as something like a, um, an extension field day in your living room. It was professional development for farmers and ranchers. And so a lot of interviews, a lot of packages, but um, you know, pieces weekly television, thirty minutes um, every single week for about six years, and then um, I was I was kind of pulled away to go to Oklahoma Career Tech, where at Career Tech uh, we had a, a a similar program, state agency ran on PBS, but then also on RFD TV called Oklahoma Horizon, and that was a uh, a news magazine television show that was really focused on work in the state of Oklahoma. And so that is to say the people hiring, the skills, the, 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 the need for education within work. We talked about all the issues that matter to the career tech system. Uh, just trying to put a little bit of a thumb on the scale in public conversation and to talk about the stories that not everyone else was talking about. Um, in the meantime, I've, uh, I have my own production company called Agrave Bay Productions. I've done very, limited work there, primarily charitable work, supporting um, nonprofit organizations that needed some communication uh, and, and done what I could to help there. And then I do some freelance work. Um, there's been a number of clients there, but uh, probably the most prominent within our world would be Farm Journal, uh, when I've had the opportunity to do some work for either uh, Ag Day or US uh, Farm Report or any of their other needs. I try to fill those in, uh, although in a, a limited role there. Why is video such an important element in any communications plan? Well, you know, we talk about uh, within our, our very wonky academic world, we talk about media richness and, and video just has that ability. It, it reaches people and communicates on multiple planes simultaneously. 
The things that you see in video send a message. The words written to go with it, the sounds that are applied to it have a message. Uh, with particularly now as, as video is mobile, as it is very easy to get to, it has become more and more um, of, a, of a relevant and important tool for communicating whatever your message is. Um, there's very little reason not to be using video. And in, in some cases, I think sometimes the lack of video communicates its own thing. It says, wait, why aren't you bothering to do this for us? And so uh, it's it's a preference because it just, it fully engages the senses. Um, you know, a good piece of video lets us, it snaps us out of the place we're in. As much as a book, um, you, you, we all remember our first book that made us feel like we were somewhere else that transported us. But video and quality video and quality storytelling there is now so rich that uh, I was telling students the other day, I really believe this is the new literature. Like I want to chastise them that they need to read more, but I recognize most of our best writers, most of our best storytelling right now, people are being drawn into this industry. One, because the, the larger parts of the industry pay better than, than literature does. And, and so people are drawn to try their, their hand there, but there's great and amazing content. Um, not just, and, and that's the, the beauty of where we're at now. It's not just the big storytelling that's done well. Now we can do such good, small, tight storytelling, whether it's produced content and channels. Um, you know, my daughter is obsessed with TED Ed videos and uh, uh, the stuff on YouTube that's really aimed at her. Um, but even TikTok, you know, even, even TikTok where the, the reels, this, the stuff is very compelling and a good producer who can make tight, clear content can really engage people in a way that it's just hard to get people to sit down and read um, fully. So, you know, we take the, the best of photography is in video. The best of writing and storytelling in any format, it still applies to video. We just add this wonderful element of motion um, that just doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, as far as like television news, getting to a more specific form of video, mm -hmm. you know, because you've worked for two different ag television shows. Why is yeah. that such an important part of agricultural communications? Well, it, at the end of the day, communications, uh, we think about those those basic news elements and, and news values and the, the immediacy of video. To, to translate and to get somebody, the ability news has to, to do the quick thing. You know, we can do a nice documentary. You and I could sit here and start planning and come out with some really great things that would take us a year to shoot. Let's do a simple news. I, we should, we really, <laughs> we I have so many good ideas. I, I've got a winning lottery ticket. As soon as I cash it in, we are off to the races. We're going to have some fun. Um, but, but the news format's appealing for that very reason. There's nothing better for for quick information dissemination. It is a style that has evolved in order to let people know what's going on right now that you need to know. We as an audience know how to interpret the style. When we see it, we know how to, to dissect it and understand what, what's coming at us. And as news producers, we know how to go out. We are trained to do things on the fly. Now, I never did the work. You, you've done the daily work of, of a news station where you guys you would turn out multiple stories a day at times. Um, I mostly worked on a weekly basis, but it's it's that immediacy, that ability to how do I quickly uh, break a thing down that is is so essential to an audience that allows them to get information that matters this week. 
and to take it, to digest it, to take what they need and drop it because there can be something new next week. So think about right now, we're thinking about the development of the new farm bill. We can give people updates they need to know for the conversations they're going to have within their organizations so they can send lines up so they can have the debate with Georgia Cattlemen's where I'm at or with uh, the, the Peanut Growers Association to be able to send in the line of, of their chain of conversation up to Congress to know what's happening so they can be engaged in the conversation. Next week, there may be new things happening. And so we can talk to them and let them know the new thing. And video just does this so much quicker and so much better uh, than any other format that I can imagine. And that's where the, that news formatting is always going to be useful for that because it's about delivery uh, to an audience and it's developed over time. I don't want to get into the yeah the ugliness of, of logics and whatnot, but it really has. We've developed a conversation style with audience over time that's just so, so relevant. So so what uh, for for a, a new video producer, somebody that's really interested in creating videos, what are some things that you would tell them that will really help make their videos better? So first thing I always teach, and I think it's the most essential skill, is to learn sequencing. And that is to shoot um, to shoot a scene from multiple angles to, I, I actually take a GI Joe now and I strap him with a rubber band to the lens of a camera and have him hold up a frame because I want them to understand that when we push the camera to a certain place, it's grabbing the audience by their ears and putting their head where we want it to be to look at the scene. Um, being able to, to make people move through a scene in the way you intend to tell them a story is so helpful, both in the initial capture, but then also in the back end, as you figure out what you're actually saying, it allows you to edit. Um, when we edit, we don't do things to, to obfuscate the truth. We do it to condense time, to simplify ideas, to make it more clear to the audience. And so learning to not just stand in the corner with a camera and roll for five minutes and just think that's enough, that security camera, but instead to move around in a scene and to capture these little parts of the scene is it, it elevates you from amateur to semi-pro just really quickly. It's the single skill I think that most quickly elevates what a person does. And honestly, I think our current generation has greatly benefited from social media. I don't want to point at TikTok because I know there's a lot of conversation there, but that concept, that TikTok, that reels, that all of our different, our stories, the things that we, we think about now, they're doing on social media already. And so that's very helpful for us um, in terms of them learning it. It's fantastic. Um, I would tell them just, you know, start, start thinking about each individual frame um, as a photograph and frame up everything beautifully. Um, yeah, so we wanna do that. We wanna get the sequence where everything's nicely framed. Uh, use a tripod, use a tripod, use a tripod, use a tripod. I don't care if it's a little tiny tripod. I don't care if it's, you just set the camera like I've done on the desk right now. I have a camera set on the desk wedged up against the coffee cup, but a stable shot, it makes everything better, including your compression on the back end will be improved by the shot not moving around constantly. Um, being able to do that. And then the hardest thing, and it's it's probably the thing I would tell us old guys more than even the new ones, but there are no, um, there's, you have to let go of things. I don't know the right way to say this. We can't hold on to all of our old preferences. For instance, the jump cut. 
We nah. hate the jump cut. I still I hate, hate the, the jump, jump cut. cut. I hate jump it. Jump cut's terrible. Five point but I'm telling you right now, if we want to reach um, Gen Z, they don't care. I They've know. seen so much of it, it doesn't bother them. And we can't get caught up in our preferences over storytelling. And so don't get me wrong. I'm still going to teach them all the better ways to not do it. Mm-hmm. But by God, if you're reaching your audience, the better. it it will be a five point deduction until i retire so and so is a black flash well listen oh black flash that's a bigger one for me that's uh that's just (laughs) flat laziness so you know those things are there but we just we have to recognize that it's an evolving medium and that's what's beautiful about it is it keeps changing and keeps evolving you and i both can you imagine when we started our career ever intentionally shooting something that was vertically framed Oh. And yet now there's times that you need to absolutely shoot it vertically as well, because you, it's going to look better than trying to reframe horizontal content into that frame. Mm-hmm. We have to keep with it. Well, we couldn't have imagined it because it didn't exist. Like that, <laughs> you that literally would just have to turn a TV on its side. Yeah. That's all there was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We are that old. Uh, yes, we are. Okay. So you mentioned a tripod. So yes. if, if you are going to purchase your own gear, you must have a camera, duh. You must have yes. a tripod. What else do you yes. need? Like, you know, cause there are a lot of people that they're myself included. Like I like to amass gear. Anytime I get yes, into absolutely. a new hobby, I go buy all the things. Uh, but if somebody is just to just get started with a real simple setup, uh, what other than the camera and tripod, what else do they need to have? Um, I, I always say the first thing is don't throw out your manual, get to know your manual. Your yeah. manual is comes with the camera. It's the most important thing in the bag. Uh, a good audio, good audio cannot be, um, I, I like the example of a kid, you think of your shot of a kid eating an apple. And if that crunch isn't there, not even if you hear a mush, if the crunch isn't there, it changes your interpretation of the bite of the apple, right? So getting good audio, a good shotgun mic is helpful and they don't have to be expensive. My favorite shotgun mic now costs about 65 bucks for a DSLR. It's a cheap one. I don't even know who makes it because it keeps getting sold to different companies who keep making the same cheap little shotgun microphone. Uh, a good, good, um, preferably wireless, but at least a lavalier for interviews is key. You get good, clean audio. And we can clean it better than we've ever been able to do before, but it is essential to have good audio. There's little things that just make a difference of always making sure you got rubber bands around. I used to carry a, uh, an, an eye patch just so I could, you know, block out the eye and not get the extra stuff there. Uh, a reflector, you know, go get a car windshield reflector, something nice and shiny for cheap. Better if you have a good one, but take the cheap one and use it and control light. Keep in mind, all video is just other than the sound portion, it's just controlling light. And so any way that you can get more light on your subject, the better. I like gimbals. Gimbals are fun. Drones are awesome. Everybody loves a good drone. But, you know, nothing beats just good technique with what you got. So if your camera's good and you know how to use it, you've got a stable surface. Um, you know, having a sandbag is helpful for that purpose. Getting down on the ground, using a sandbag, you can really get a nice level camera in there. Um, your tripod should have a level dot. There's all those lovely little things. But the main thing is, you know, buy stuff that's good or buy stuff that's, you know, that's cheap enough that you don't mind that it's not good as long as it gives you a good result. So I don't mind a light that's cheap, but if it's a LED light that is at the wrong frequency and it flickers, then help me. So you've got to think about some of those things. 
Uh, you don't have to go spend thousands of dollars on a light kit, but you have to make one that works for you and does some good stuff there. Um, and then, you know, patch it in. A good bag, that's always helpful. Yeah. Make sure you can keep your stuff with you and protected. In your opinion, what's what's the future of video production? Oh, that's wide open. Um, I, I think for the for the very reason that it's it's just more and more diversity, more and more evolution. Um, uh, thinking about new spaces with all the new variety of things that may happen, good technique is going to be good technique. It's good technique. Getting a good shot, the the power of a shot that just knocks you on your butt, is always going to be valuable. Uh, being able to know the reason that we like talk about a tripod and the value of it is because sometimes we need you to not think about the person with the camera. If you're sitting around watching a camera bounce around, you're thinking, boy, that cameraman's sure not steady. And you're not thinking about what's happening in the frame. And sometimes we want that movement. It's valuable. But we don't always want the people to be thinking consciously about how they relate to the thing in the subject. And so having those thoughts, that technique, you know, I think we're going to have continued more and more people getting into this industry just because they can. But truthfully, long run, I think it's going to continue to be an issue where technique stands out. People with skill who are focused on story and not, it's one of the things I say, not having to get too caught up in our old, you know, our structures of the way things have to be following along with the audience, going where they need, delivering content they find valuable will never go out of style. So I don't care if it's a social media app or if there's, I don't know, when we get brain implants and we're projecting things straight in, I don't know what the future holds is out there. Focusing on storytelling will always serve you well. Good. Okay. So last thing I'm going to do, um, okay. and these have I'm going to do a, a rapid fire set of questions. Sure, so I love five, it. Five quick questions with a quick answer. So I'll do my best. <laughs> one to five words, and we're on a time because okay. I got to go get Jet. Uh, right. so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, question number one What do you wish you were good at? Budgeting. Budgeting? Budgeting. I'm okay. bad with money. I have a wife who's good. I'm not. Okay. All right. Number two, what are you streaming right now that you just absolutely love? Um, uh, what did I just finish? I just finished a show that was really great. I can't think of it. Right now I'm watching The Mandalorian and I'm enjoying that. It's well done. Excellent. Uh, what is your pet peeve in video production? Uh, when people put questions, they, they put a question on the screen and then they show the person answering it. They put another question on that's not storytelling. I don't want to know about your interview. Show me what they said. Good. Yeah, that's lazy video production. Lazy. Yeah. High school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's what's the best book you've ever read or your favorite book? Favorite. I I don't generally like horror, but um, Thomas Harris Red Dragon is one of the most just digs down into your soul, scares you deeply. It's the one horror book I've read over and over again. Not usually something I would read at all, but I love that book. Okay. Uh, last question. Uh, what is something that you wish you would have known when you were 20 years old? Uh, a, a good advice for young videographers, uh, reapply sunscreen. As I'm dealing with my third round of skin cancer right now, uh, reapply the sunscreen. Yes, put it on when you go out in the morning, 
reapply during shoots. Every time you break, slather some on. You keep more skin on your face and your ears. It's good for you. That's excellent advice. It really is. Austin, thank you so much for joining me today. I've loved having you on my podcast and catching up with you and learning some of those tips and tricks that you have that are really good advice for young video production professionals. Thank you so much. So You Talk to Cows is produced by me, Erica Erlbeck, with production support from the Department of Agricultural Education and Communications at Texas Tech University. Follow me on Instagram at Erica underscore Erlbeck. That's E-R-I-C-A underscore I-R-L-B-E-C-K. For more information on careers in agricultural communications, find my department at D-E-P-T-S dot ttu dot edu slash ag ed.